Life is full of personal wins. I'm still waiting for mine. Whether it's cleaning your house or getting that dream car, winning at life is a great feeling. And with the State Farm Personal Price Plan, you can keep winning when you create an affordable price just for you by bundling your home and auto. Chrissy, you're always on top of all of this. Well, I am very deficient in some areas, but this is not one of them. I also love how personal State Farm is. I love my State Farm agent, Mike. Shout out to Mike. And guess what? Today, you guys can talk to a State Farm agent to learn how to bundle and save with the personal price plan. Like a good neighbor, wait for it, State Farm is there. Prices are based on rating plans that vary by state. Coverage options are selected by the customer. Availability amount on discounts and savings and eligibility vary by state. When you drive a vehicle so reliable it's backed by a 10-year, 100,000-mile limited warranty, you stop thinking about what you can't do and start doing what you never thought possible. Visit your local Kia dealer today to see what you're capable of in a vehicle that inspires confidence around every corner. Kia, movement that inspires. Call 800-333-4KIA for details. Always drive safely. Limited inventory available. Warranties include 10-year, 100,000-mile powertrain and 5-year, 60,000-mile basic. Warranties are limited. See retailer for details. Hey, girlfriends. It's me, Carol Fisher, back with another season of the global number one podcast, The Girlfriends. Last time, we investigated the murder of Gail Katz. This time, we're uncovering the identity of the woman who was buried in Gail's grave for a decade before she disappeared. Join me and the rest of the club as we tell her story. Listen to season two of The Girlfriends, Our Lost Sister on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. You've had a baby and I have not had a child. Oh, okay, stop. and I'm just crying in my interviews now. I feel like you're in a different place in your life. I really do. I feel like you are. You are totally not this bitter bitch that I was before and angry at the world. Calm Down with Aaron and Carissa is a production of iHeartRadio. Hey, hello. What up, girl? You look great. I look like I woke up at 4.30. You look like you are on a shoot and ready to tackle an interview. I tackled an interview through an interception and got called for pass interference. I will get to all that in a second. I'm in Seattle to, I uh, just did an interview with Geno Smith. Erin had her preseason game last night against Saints and the Texans. You just referenced it. We love a 4.30 a.m. wake up call. Football season is back. We are not complaining. We love every second of it. So I want to start with you because there are so many cute moments. Your Instagram already told me that facial expression in the interview. <laughs> you had Will Anderson's mom. I was texting you again like I do every time I see you on television. You do. And like a like fangirl videotape you. Are we still saying videotape? Um, use my phone to record you on television like I've never seen you before. But you looked adorable in orange. How was it? How did it feel to get back on the sidelines? Yeah. It was fun. You know, preseason games, as you know, you did the Eagles and Colts. Colts. Anthony Richardson. Mm-hmm. Okay, go yeah, Gators. Big boy. Oh, yeah. He is large and in charge. Yep. Mm-hmm. All 6'4", 240 pounds of him. Yep. It's awesome. It was great. Fun to be back with the boys. I mean, Greg, just yep. his hysterical self as always. I mean, we got to get him on this podcast. Enough is enough. He will. It's yeah. Great. This needs to I be our talk next about that hair. It, it had more volume than I've ever had in my whole life. Right when he popped up, I wanted to be like, whoa, Greg, what are we doing with this hair? You adorable thing. One of my favorite moments is he came to dinner in the outfit he traveled with, which is fine. He's a guy. He just got off a plane. Sure. He walks in. We're all so excited. We're cheersing each other. Like it's a, literally a pair of sweat, like sweat shorts and a sweatshirt. It's fine. And then we wake up the next morning and we go to our production meeting and he, 
He walks in with the same outfit. And Kevin Burkhart is amazing because he's so sarcastic, straight mm-hmm. face, like just, and he goes, hey, Greg, did you pack a suit for tonight? <laughs> like, it's just funny. He goes, oh, what? Like, I can't wear this. Yeah. Like, yeah, he's awesome. Mm-hmm. We got to get him on. So anywho, it was great to go back, see everybody. I was on the Texans sideline and we had so many San Francisco 49ers games over the last couple of years. We became pretty yeah. close with D'Amico Ryans, who I would gladly give my kid to him and let him be the coach. He's just awesome. His yeah. energy, they've got, you know, I'll be honest, I don't know much about the Houston Texans because we don't get to cover them. But when you're doing a preseason game and you don't know who you're going to see, it's like studying for something I've never studied for because I can't say the SATs or the ACTs because I didn't study for them. Um, Did you have to take? I've heard kids don't have to take the SATs anymore. Yeah, but I didn't do well. I mean, I know that's not a surprise to anyone. I didn't do well either. And I'm just lucky I even made it to the appointment. You're really smart. No, I'm shocked he made it to the appointment. But yeah, no, you're so smart. Um, Oh, you're very sweet. But but I I study my ass off. (laughs) And they have so many great guys, guys that that played last year, guys that play, you know, that they drafted last year, guys that they got this year. The two guys I got to interview on the sidelines were absolutely adorable. Met John Mechie for the first time, who was the Alabama kid that tore his leg up and then was diagnosed with leukemia. We sat on the field and talked to him for a minute. He walked away and Greg and the guys were like, this guy's awesome. Like the cool thing about Houston is I can't wait for them to get better and move up so we can start covering them because they have great freaking guys. And that has to do with D'Amico. That has to do with Mm -hmm. the organization, obviously, you know, needing to get better. It's exciting. Yeah. It's always interesting when, because to your point, you given that they're in the AFC, you don't get a lot of those assignments. But it's nice to see a guy come in. We see Robert Sala yeah. doing the same thing, of course, off of that defensive coordinator tree that comes out of San Francisco and the Kyle Shanahan, uh, John Lynch group. But like to see them go into organizations and just, you know, we we have such an affinity for like that, that, that father figure, right? Mm-hmm. Like I think about coaches that same way when they go in and they just change the culture of a place. Um, that's exactly what I feel like in Seattle. I did something I have never done in an interview before. So of course I'm from Seattle. Uh, I love, you know, what this city has done. The 12s, my nieces and nephews, when, you know, the heyday of the Legion of Boom yeah. and when they were on their run and like the, you know, the toast of the NFL and, you know, what they did last year with Gina, with Russell leaving and then Gino coming in, giving him that contract extension where really it's like, you're our guy. You're no longer this one and done. Mm -hmm. He had seven consecutive years of one year contracts and giving him that QB one stamp for the next three years is really awesome to see. This team is so young. They're going to be great. They're really good. Um, There's a lot of reasons to be excited if you're a Seahawks fan. Okay, we get all that. But I read this letter. So he wrote a letter to the 12s. Well, the 12s, if you guys don't follow football, is there's 11 guys on you know either side of the ball. Did you start so bawling call... on air? I started crying in the interview. I started crying in the interview when I read this excerpt to him, which I don't like to have notes in an interview or like read off stuff. I like to just have a conversation. But this is the first time that I've ever had my phone next to me in an interview because I wanted to read this part to him and get his reaction. So Gino writes a letter to the fans of Seattle, basically thanking them for standing by him and all this kind of stuff and how this isn't the end of his career. It's his 12th, 11th season. It's just the start. Okay, but this is the last line. 
not even just in the NFL, but in life. Anyone who might be feeling like a disappointment or who might be getting pegged as someone who can't achieve certain things, maybe they can look at me and say, Gino, he kept grinding, he kept believing in himself, and eventually he found a city that believes in him back. Mm. I started crying while reading that. So embarrassing, though. He's like, I look at him and I'm like, I'm sorry, I'm crying. And I got so emotional because I was like, I think just this idea that like, Russell leaves and like, it's all over. You know what I mean? And like, Russell was incredible for the city. He was incredible, you know, the bringing a Super Bowl here almost too. But like, it doesn't end with one person. And like to watch Gino and his journey, I just got so emotional crying. And I had to apologize like a hundred times. I'm like, dude, I'm so sorry. This is crazy. But I just think it's so sweet. And this is why we love sports so much that here's a guy that got, you know, his famous quote, they wrote me off, but I didn't write back that this is a guy that finally gets his opportunity. And I'm so excited, not only as like a Seahawks fan unapologetically, but also just for him. Like it's a big I love a big fuck you to anybody in life that gets these other opportunities and they make the most of it. Um, So, yeah, so I cried in an interview and I had to pull it together and I couldn't even do that. So, yeah, it was very embarrassing, but he was so sweet and received it nicely. And I will never be invited back to do it. Oh, stop. Go Seahawks. I think Mm -hmm. that's so wonderful. It's so touching. And it's here's a word I can't stand when people say organic. Um, (laughs) No, I love it. That's kind of how I felt last night. And there's a weird thing that's happening with me after having this kid. I'm not saying I'm turning into a softie, but, you know, I walked away from, again, a lot of kids I haven't met. I haven't done college in forever. I didn't know Will Anderson Jr. I didn't know about his story until I started reading about him. And and lo and behold, his mom and dad are on the sidelines. So I just said, I'll go walk up and say, hello, Mr. Anderson. I'm Aaron Andrews. I'm going to interview your son. Can I ask you a couple questions so I could get to know him? Mm -hmm. His mom comes around the corner and she goes, do you know who this is? And I said, but do you know who you are? And she goes, Aaron. And it was just, they're from Georgia. I give her this big hug. She's wearing these adorable 51, you know, (laughs) earrings. She's got Mm -hmm. his gear on. And I just said, how are you doing? Like, are you enjoying this? I can't wait to meet your son. We are so excited to be here. It was just, I had heard so much about this kid. Nick Saban loves him. Um, Mm -hmm. You know, D'Amico Ryan's had to have him. And then you see why. You meet this mom and dad. They're talking to me. They're sitting there talking about how he got his degree in in three years. That He seems so much more relaxed than he did at Alabama because he doesn't have to worry about schoolwork. He Mm -hmm. fell in love with you. And I'm just like, I've got goosebumps because... They are the reason why he is who he is. And I'm thinking, can I just get your cell so I can talk to you about how to raise a kid? She has five daughters. Anyways, I stand there with this kid who couldn't have been more humble. His nickname's the Terminator. You know, this is their organization in a nutshell. And he's like this and just smiling and couldn't have been more lovely. And I just said, I want Max Stoll to be this kid. Now he's not mm-hmm. going to be a six five linebacker that crushed the <laughs> Maybe. SEC. You never know. He's got he's working off of good genetics right there. But I text you and um, it was so sweet mm-hmm. to see that exchange and to see his mom in the stands like dancing and and just enjoying the whole experience. Guys, everyone loves a win, even if it's small. I had two big ones. I mean, congratulations to me. Let's celebrate finally cleaned out the fridge in the garage with all the nasty crap in the drawer from last Christmas, maybe even Thanksgiving. And 
I'm getting somewhere on my closet. Purging, organizing, what about you? My big wins have to do with the cute little animals up at the ranch. Simba, who's my rescue, graduated. He doesn't have to stay in the crate overnight. He can hang out with the big boys at night. And also my sweet little baby chicks are thriving. So no matter if your win is big or small, it's still a win. And it calls for a celebration. And who's cheering right beside you? Say it with me, Aaron. State State Farm. Farm. The State Farm Personal Price Plan helps you create an affordable price just for you. So talk to a State Farm agent today to learn how you can bundle and save with the personal price plan. Like a good neighbor, State Farm is there. Prices are based on rating plans that vary by state. Coverage options are selected by the customer. Availability amount of discounts and savings and eligibility vary by state. This is the story of the one. As head of maintenance at a concert hall, he knows the show must always go on. That's why he works behind the scenes, ensuring every light is working, the HVAC is humming, and his facility shines. With Granger's supplies and solutions for every challenge he faces, plus 24-7 customer support, his venue never misses a beat. Call quickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger, for the ones who get it done. Hey girlfriends, it's me, Carol Fisher. I'm so excited to tell you about the brand new series of The Girlfriends. In season one, we told you about the murder of Gail Katz at the hands of my ex-boyfriend Bob. At one point, a woman's torso washed up on Staten Island and was misidentified as Gail. She spent nine years in Gail's grave, and then she just disappeared. It's almost like it's become this moral obligation to find her. And that's what we're going to do. Find this missing girlfriend and tell her story. With the help of some of your favorite girlfriends from season one, like my producer, Anna. Oh, my God. My friend, Dr. Mindy Shapiro. Hi, it's Dr. Shapiro, and I'd like to speak with the deputy medical examiner. And of course, Gail's sister, Elaine Katz. Having no closure, it kills you. Join us as we try to solve a 35-year-old cold case. It's not going to be easy, but it's going to be one hell of a ride. (gasps) What? I can't believe this. Listen to season two of The Girlfriends, Our Lost Sister on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. I was thinking about you and I haven't had a chance to talk to you because you were flying and I was doing this interview where I was crying. Um, But I wanted to ask you how you feel. This is the first time that you've come home from doing your job to your baby like did you think like when did you're like oh my god i'm not going home and like like dropping off my bags and going to To a workout class i didn't i haven't worked out right yep like i'm going home to my baby and like how did that feel like so different than your last 20 years of your life well i ran up the stairs quickly and showered right away i thought of you not to be gross in the shower but i was like chris it would do this anyways normally i'd like go right into my workout clothes and go to the gym but i wanted to be like you know clean off any of the crap for him Fed him. Um, You know, he was smiling. I was telling him all about my game. And then he started Mm. screaming. So it was good for about (laughs) good 15 minutes. And then he was like, ah! But um, he's cute. I got a lot of videos. And it was cool. Like, a lot of guys on the sidelines. Dennis Allen texted me and just said, hey, I never got a chance to congratulate you. And it was really cool. I was talking to Cam Jordan and and Mark Ingram last night about having sons and, you know, their advice on that. And and actually... They have 10 between them. Like, how many children are between those two? So cute. But we were talking about Will Anderson Jr. and what a great guy. And they were like, he's a dog. He's a dog. And I was like, Mm -hmm. how do I raise a dog? 
Like, how do I, re- like, I got question. but like, how do I have yep. like a kid that's not going to take any shit and have mm-hmm. a tood, but not give it back to me? And so, yeah, it was kind of what they say. They were just saying, you know, when he's up to no good, get on his ass and get him out mm-hmm. of it. And I was like, yeah, I get that part, but I want him to be competitive SOBs like you guys. Like now I don't know mm-hmm. if this kid's going to love sports. I just brought a, bought him a new football uh, set of PJs today, but Cute. I, I, I don't know how you get your kid to be like that. I guess it's instilled in them. They'll he'll see Jarrett and I and all that kind of stuff. Yeah. But I think it's so fun, you know, now to like we've interviewed these athletes forever about what they do on the field. Now I'm like, okay, how do I get my kid to like fucking mm-hmm. be a competitor like you? You know, it's awesome. But also the the mom angle is interesting too, and just being that support system, mm-hmm. being that consistent for them because the highs and the lows and like yeah. all the different things he will go on. That's really sweet. Yeah, I was like, I was interested to hear how you were going to feel coming home to the baby. Okay, I was telling the boys this, that we do bath time, which you and I discussed on the podcast. And we like to, our nanny is really great. Nanny Connie is really great about just setting the mood. And she likes, yeah, she plays George Williams, which is a composer and beautiful. And I, Kendra and I have put together an album of like, favorite movie songs that are classical and stuff like that. We've done Beatles classic. We have like Disney songs. Carissa, I have been meaning to tell you the other day we were doing bath time and like he was actually chill, not freaking out. And I was like scrubbing his little head with the good smelling stuff. Carissa, all of a sudden the theme music from Steel Magnolias came on and I am thinking of (laughs) Jack Slattery Jr. And I start bawling. (laughs) And I was like, I gotta start. Malin, Malin, have you seen this? Lisa. Where's Weezer? I was like, I got to tell Carissa this. But I have not told you this at all. I think it was for anyone that doesn't know what the theme song or the Steel Magnolias is this whole story about this big friend group and Julia Roberts is the main character yeah. along with um, Sally Field, well, Dara Sally Hannah, Field, the yeah, mom, yeah, the whole thing. And it has this very sad ending, but there is th- this with instrumental music that opens up the... Yeah, okay, got it. So Go that ahead. song is playing as I have goosebumps right now. And I, I don't know <laughs> if I ever told you this. It was probably like a couple weeks before Mac was born. Jarrett was out of town. I was like chilling in my bed and that was on. Chrissa, I started ball. Like we've seen that movie a thousand times. I don't cry yeah. during that movie. I was a wreck. Like you and okay. your Gino Smith interview. I was like, well, what's Wah. my excuse? You've had a baby and I have not had a child. Oh, okay. Stop. And I'm just crying in my inter- in- interviews now. I feel I don't like know. you're maybe, in a different place in your life. I really do. I feel like you are. You are totally not this bitter bitch that I was before and angry at the world no. that my heart is finally open. But I do but think that. You're maybe, feeling maybe. different feels like me with the Steel Magnolias theme song and me with Will Anderson Jr.'s mom. I'm just like, I want to be well, you with the 51 earrings. <laughs> maybe it's good. Maybe it's time for us to start, you know, being a little bit softer. Still being, by the way, wait for it. Nice. Did you get the song that I sent on that video? Nice for what? Um, Anywho, back to us in the studio. No, I think it's good. I think it's good that we have a softer side of us. Now, don't get me wrong. We can still be a little evil. But um, yeah, I don't know. I just think that I don't know the reason why I cried in the interview. But I think it's nice that we have, um, I don't know, we have another side to Mm -hmm. us. Oh, okay. Now I'm going to now I'm not going to be nice. Are you ready for this? So for those of you guys that oh, and by the way, to the wonderful group, I won't say your guys' names to embarrass you. When I was on the road, this is why I love our podcast. Oh, yeah, you so went much. on the road. 
I went on the road. I was in Philly. I was washing my hands in the bathroom. And this sweet girl was like, oh, my God, I love your podcast. I always forget that people actually listen to this podcast. So then I'm like, I'm chatting her up and chatting her up. All of a sudden, I sat down at her table and I was drinking with her and her fiance and her friend. And then I woke up in the morning and didn't remember what happened. Like, I'm so sorry for my behavior. Like, I get so excited to know, A, that people listen to the podcast. I was so excited to be back on the road. And the spicy, skinny margarita was good. Wait, so you no, started Steve, drinking? I'm not... I started drinking with them and I and left you the don't entire remember group. The night? I don't remember. Uh-uh. Nope. No idea. Nope. And I had one of their phone numbers and I text them and I said, what happened last night? So you guys, thank you for making sure I got home safe. Uh, you know what? Look, I love you guys. I love the fans. Okay. We did it for the fans. The spicy skinny mark. And the 1030, by the way, hotel that we were at with the last call at 1030. Like Read the room. People want to have a good time, but maybe it was better I got cut off at 1030. I'm going to have to be careful out on the road. I'm just having way too much fun. Now that I'm happy and lighthearted, I am even more wild than before. Guys, everyone loves a win, even if it's small. I had two big ones. I mean, congratulations to me. Let's celebrate. Finally cleaned out the fridge in the garage with all the nasty crap in the drawer from last Christmas, maybe even Thanksgiving. And I'm getting somewhere on my closet. Purging, organizing, what about you? My big wins have to do with the cute little animals up at the ranch. Simba, who's my rescue, graduated. He doesn't have to stay in the crate overnight. He can hang out with the big boys at night. And also my sweet little baby chicks are thriving. So no matter if your win is big or small, it's still a win. And it calls for a celebration. And who's cheering right beside you? Say it with me, Aaron. State State Farm. Farm. The State Farm personal price plan helps you create an affordable price just for you. So talk to a State Farm agent today to learn how you can bundle and save with the personal price plan. Like a good neighbor, State Farm is there. Prices are based on rating plans that vary by state. Coverage options are selected by the customer. Availability, amount of discounts and savings and eligibility vary by state. It's the Kia Summer Sticker Sales Event. So give your friends something to look at. Like a B&B with an ocean view, an endless field of wildflowers, or a sunset that needs no filter. Make this a summer to share and save with a capable Kia SUV or powerful sedan. See your local Kia dealer or visit Kia.com to learn more. Kia, movement that inspires. Call 800-334-KIA for details. Always drive safely. Sale applies to purchase of specially tagged 2024 vehicles only. Quantities are limited. Must take delivery by 7824. Hey, girlfriends. It's me, Carol Fisher. I'm so excited to tell you about the brand new series of The Girlfriends. In season one, we told you about the murder of Gail Katz at the hands of my ex-boyfriend, Bob. At one point, a woman's torso washed up on Staten Island and was misidentified as Gail. She spent nine years in Gail's grave, and then she just disappeared. It's almost like it's become this moral obligation to find her. And that's what we're going to do. Find this missing girlfriend and tell her story. With the help of some of your favorite girlfriends from season one, like my producer, Anna. Oh, my God. My friend, Dr. Mindy Shapiro. Hi, it's Dr. Shapiro, and I'd like to speak with the deputy medical examiner. And, of course, Gail's sister, Elaine Katz. Having no closure, it kills you. Join us as we try to solve a 35-year-old cold case. It's not going to be easy, but it's going to be one hell of a ride. (gasps) What? I can't believe this. Listen to season two of The Girlfriends, Our Lost Sister on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts.
back to us. Hey, uh, Ariana Maddox. Yep, these are our headlines. Headlines, for those of you new to the podcast, we like to throw in a headline here or there because it gets us going. Vanderpump Rules star Ariana Maddox defends still sharing a home with ex-Tom Sandoval. Despite living with Sandoval, she made it clear that she keeps her interactions to a minimum. Quote, I have a pretty decent setup. My room is kind of like my little apartment. I stay in my own zone. No, get out. Get out. out. What are we doing? Get out of my dreams. Get into my car. This is terrible. My God, I I couldn't even live in the same place when I was still contractually like mm-hmm. obligated to live with the person, mm-hmm. let alone when you can get out. I don't know what your reasoning is. I know it's not financial, girl, because I know you've been making that money with those ads swipe up and good for you. Um, you are allowed to make your money and live wherever you want. But I just think for like me, there is no way that I could live under the same roof no. with somebody that A, did that to me, but just also like, What? We're passing each other because even if you have your own little, you're going to tell me that at some point you're not. No, yeah, that spoon from putting, you know, the the whatever, like the why am I going to say creatine and it's not. It's the collagen powder is in your sink. Yeah, from your no. coffee. I mean, I'd be so disgusted. I'd throw it across the room. Get out of that house. Mm-hmm. What are you doing? Mm-hmm. We were all on your side. Come live with me. I, you, you can. Uh, we have. I have a room. Exactly. Mm-hmm. Exactly. Um, all right, Tim McGraw, he credits his wife of 27 years, Faith Hill. I can hear you breathe. Um, or feel you, whatever. Oh, her rolling around in that sheet. Oh my God, her hair. I'm still trying to get that hair that she had that many years ago. I tried last night. I look like Debbie does Dallas. Um, You're crazy. It looks crazy. <laughs> I looked at Jillian too. This is so me. By the way, we'll get to Tim McGraw and Faith Hill's love story in just a moment. Two minutes before I'm supposed to go live, I look at Jillian. I go, should I just brush this out? She's like, don't touch it. It's like being like, should I pop this with 90 you seconds? Did. No, it was, it was, tight. It, it was tight or than I'm tight. used to with you. But it looked, but it looked good. Man. You looked very sun-kissed. The suit was great. But the two tundrals in the front were tighter, tighter. than I'm used yeah, to. Yeah, I didn't love it. I didn't love what my you hairstyle. Do I don't have. I don't roll with a hairstylist on the road. I'm the girl. Oh, I didn't. I didn't know. I didn't know if there was a new technique from the local New Orleans salon. No, I don't know. no, that was my own. Um, <laughs> but there was a moment. Did you borrow someone's curling iron <laughs> no. that I know that you know that I know that we don't like tight. I just think there was a couple factors at hand. There was a lot of humidity. It was 106 degrees outside. I didn't think the hair could make it on the inside. Also, not going to lie, I think the weave needs a little washing. Not this hair. This is real. But you know what I mean? The clip-ins? I think it's time. I think it's time. Okay. Well, I'm the asshole who, by the way, that humidity in Philadelphia, I said, there's there's no chance this is happening. Uh, My weave is four months overdue because I want to wait to the very last second. I threw that bitch back in the scrunchie and I was like, I didn't even care. I said on air, is this a scrunchie? Move, yes, it bitch. is. Who cares? Out way. Get out the way. Get out the way. Get that weave out the way. Move. I didn't I didn't care. It's preseason. Okay. I'm saving my best stuff for week one. I felt like Jessica in Simpson case, in two. Dukes of Hazard. I mean, I really did. I looked at Jill's and I was like, should you I brush really this? pretty. She goes, you did look really no. pretty. It was just tight. So tight. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Tied up my ass. But not from the side, not the the side. The side profile was great. It's just Mm -hmm. the front. Um, But there was a moment where Jillian, our adorable makeup artist, and I wish she did hair. Learn to do hair, please. She looked (laughs) at Greg on camera and then me and she goes, we should really travel with a hair person. I was like, what do you say? (laughs) 
<laughs> I'll tell you who doesn't have to worry about his hair, Tim McGraw, because he puts that cowboy hat back on. Does he have a new right. album? I've been seeing a lot of Tim <clears throat> McGraw lately. Um, but I do love his honesty on this. I guarantee you, had I not gotten married to Faith at 29 years mm. old, which was scandalous. She if was I younger. Recall, she was younger. He was married. They ended up going on tour together, I think, is what happened yes. there. Uh, don't quote me on that. But got together. He said, I would have probably ran my career into the ground or would have died or ran my career into the ground one way or another. Wow. Can I read? Do you remember? McGraw got sober in 2008. Go ahead. Yeah. Sorry. No, I just was saying how he's saying that he credits his wife for keeping his life on track. I love that. I've never been with someone that I actually would listen to or respected. So now that I am with someone like that, I think it's really cool to have someone like as a team like as you know a couple and your team like you and jared are teammates like i know he puts you in your place on some things when you know that you're getting sass mix ass and same for me and vice versa to have someone that you walk through life with that has your best interest at heart i think that's really special yeah um I love how I just answered that yeah she said yeah yeah and <laughs> did you ever do you remember vh1 behind the music yeah um yeah i do i don't um, remember I, yeah <laughs> uh i watched the faith hill one when she was just coming up and she said that they were at a festival or they were performing together somewhere for, and this was before they were dating and um there was a little girl that wanted to meet him and she remembered him getting down on his knees to greet the little girl oh and she was like God. oh okay so i'll Kay. always remember that this kiss, this um, kiss. That's really interesting because, um, sweet little Steve, your I was, man uh, is so good with kids. You got to Yeah. Like, cause you get down on their level and I saw him do it this past weekend too, where it's like, you start talking to them and you don't want to like stand over them and have this like, yeah, that's very cute. Fun little fact. Um, wait, what are we already up on time? No, we're fine. I've been paying Everybody's attention. Fine. Oh, Oh, fantastic. Okay, so wait, I was supposed to go from here to do another interview, um, but that got rescheduled. This is our last weekend, girlfriend. My weekend's um, we're gone. off. No, I know, but I'm seeing you on Saturday. So, I mean, we still have that to look forward to. Yeah. After I fly in from Dallas, I go Colorado tomorrow to see Dion. What? I have to do a sit down oh, with Dion yeah. at Col in yeah, Colorado. Yeah, yeah. And then I went, I, you'll love this. I, this was my first game ever not having a manicure done because I was like, I don't care. Like, it's just um, in, in no offense to the Texans and state saints. It's preseason. But normally I'm on listen, top of it. Listen, I got scrunchies. I'm you a got mother. Gels. I mean, I don't have time. So I landed and I looked at my toes last night as I was, you know, going to bed. And I looked at my fingers and I said, look good, feel good, play good. I'm going to tell yep. you right now, Prime is going to be pissed if I don't make an effort and get my pedicure and mm -hmm. manicure done. So got my mm -hmm. nails did for Prime. Oh, adorable. Going to see him on Tuesday, Wednesday, Wednesday. Then I fly back and then I have to go to Dallas for the big noon show to intro and tag my piece with him, which will kind of be fun because I haven't oh, done fun. the whole college thing since college game day. Yeah. So I'm looking forward oh, to that. Really? Yeah. Well, how I many guess years I were you on that show? Eight. That's wow. That little old show. That show, I mean, I always, my college football was restricted only to the Big Ten and we didn't have what we now have with the coverage that way. But like college atmosphere is special. Oh, yeah. Like I was telling you, I don't remember what we were talking about, but I'm so bummed I never got to work an SEC game. Like the college vibe, I, I mean, Big Ten, like, I, of course, I had 
Michigan and I had Ohio State. Like there was like Penn State. Like there was like some great vibes, but nothing like I've heard the SEC, like LSU night game. You've got, you know, Florida lights out. Amaze balls. Amaze balls. Mm-hmm. And then you have George Kittle this weekend, correct, Amundo? That George cutie. Kittle. Um, yeah. And then we're off and then it's week one and I'm very excited that the NFL is back and yeah, I'm going to hold back my tears and keep it moving. God, crazy. Who's crying in interviews these days? A little piece of perspective for you, John Mechie. We discussed him earlier. He really, this is his rookie season, but it's not. He missed his rookie year last year recovering from a knee injury, but also more importantly, leukemia. We asked him mm-hmm. one of the things in camp that he was in isolation in the hospital. And we I talked about on air, 3 a.m., they'd wake him up for bone yep. marrow biopsies, scans, blood transfusions, chemo, all of it. And he just talked about, you know, coming back to camp. And he said, guys, just bitch about just doing little things at camp. And he's like, no, you don't understand. Like, I'm so excited to be around people. And I'm so excited to actually mm-hmm. be at camp. So that was a nice little bit of perspective to yep. have as I was getting on a 4.30 flight. This could all go away so quickly. So remind me of that week 13. We always talk about it, though, as we're going into this is my 16th year in the NFL and you're I don't know how many years. How many years have you done sidelines? I am so I'm in awe of that every time I tell people that all the time. That is a different beast mm-hmm. working that game. Like it's different for me, like going and doing a pregame and then I sit back and watch the game like you are. Have you ever wait for this word Logged. tabulated or calculated your steps like you are going, going, going. It was more when I was doing both teams. Now that I split the sidelines, yeah. it's a little less. That was my full workout. I mean, you are because you're running and and you do mm-hmm. get self-conscious. You're missing something on the other side. But it was funny. I talked to Cam Jordan last night, who's really, you know, uh, trying to get out there when he's not playing. And I obviously yeah. that's going to be a step a for career him. After. Mm-hmm. He's so great and so smart and wonderful to be around. But he said he tried the sideline job. Um, I forgot what he was doing. He's done a bunch of things, but he goes, I can't do that shit. And I said, why? Yeah. And he goes, cause you're always bugging people. And I feel bad. And I was like, yeah. But I said, that's why I go to guys like you because you don't make me feel like it's a pain in the ass. Yeah. But it's also, you've earned that. Like you've, you've earned the right to do that. Like your, your resume supports getting access and things that you wouldn't, you know, year two, that's just a part of like any job where it's like, you've earned that respect, but I give you so much credit. I can't do that job anymore. I can't either, do but- your job. Going back to what we were talking about just on appreciation, we are very lucky to have these jobs. We do not take them for granted. And most importantly, it's because we get to meet the people that we meet, whether it's who we're interviewing or their parents or things like that. So, yeah, here we go. I want a number 51 jersey for my office. I'm obsessed with Will Anderson. I want it. I love it. I told the Texans, they go, okay, we'll get a brief. (laughs) Oh, it's adorable. And congratulations on being a working mother. Yeah, we'll talk about that later. (laughs) More, more Calm Down podcast next week with thoughts and suggestions. All right. Bye. Love Um, you. All right. Bye. Love you. Bye. Calm Down with Aaron and Carissa is a production of iHeartRadio. For more podcasts from iHeartRadio, visit the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. 
Listen to season two of The Girlfriends, Our Lost Sister on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. MTV's official Challenge podcast is back for another season. And so are we. I'm Tori Deal. And I'm Anissa Ferreira. The wait is over, guys. All Stars 4 is finally here. And this season takes it to a whole new level. Old school legends, modern power players, and ex-lovers are all competing in Cape Town, South Africa for the prize of $300,000. And we're going to be right here along with you fans covering every episode on the podcast. Listen to MTV's official challenge podcast on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. The Elevation with Stephen Furtick podcast was created with you in mind. This is a podcast for those feeling discouraged or needing guidance from God. Together in this podcast, we'll dive deep into scripture, uncover the powerful truths that will help you rise above your limitations and embrace your full potential. We're here to equip you with the tools you need to conquer life's challenges. Listen to Elevation with Stephen Furtick every Sunday and Friday on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts.